There's power in a drum beat on a hill above the sea. Power in the voice of us a corner. But it all amounts to nothing. Together we don't sing. Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast here on July 5th, 2022, the day after Independence Day, July 4th. Hopefully everybody here had a wonderful, wonderful uh, long weekend, uh, some longer than others. But uh, I want to go ahead and introduce first and foremost, wearing a machete hat with a beautiful representation of National City there, uh, Mr. Andrew Dyer. How are you, my friend? Doing great, Tony. Thanks. Uh, thanks for hosting you know, it's uh, we're at the low end of the rotation when you see my name pop up, but I'm always uh, happy to happy to come on. I, I, absolutely not. We are a staple uh, with everything San Diego Loyal related. We've had a couple of adventures in the back of a bus, something we'll get to in a bit um, for an away games. But we also have Tay Tay uh, with probably a very interesting uh, uh, Twitter handle on there. It just uh, just pops out. But Tay, how are you doing, man? Doing uh, pretty well. I keep uh, getting asked to do the podcast and I keep flaking and I said, I'm going to be here tonight. Dang it. And he, and here you are. And I really, here really I appreciate is. that. Uh, reports were that, uh, Chiva was, uh, some point going to make it, but we'll see about that. Uh, but I want to go ahead and just get your guys perspective. Obviously we've had, uh, two matches since the last loyal locals podcast, a Wednesday match against Le champion, uh, orange County. And then, uh, following on the 4th of July spectacular in front of the American eyes of the nation as a primetime game was handled uh, over in Colorado Springs. Um, supporters group, as, as that goes, how, how did you guys enjoy this last couple games? Obviously, Torero, a Wednesday. Um, we get one of those weird games where it's like half day, half night, uh, kind of shindigs. Uh, how did you guys enjoy that game? You know, sometimes those Wednesday games um, are more fun than you would think coming in. We had we've had a few really good ones, and I think the energy in the stadium on Wednesday was pretty intense, and it was uh, a lot of fun. And uh, it's always more fun when you win. Um, I, I'll say that I don't think this year's OC team is the championship OC team. It's a very different Orange County, but uh, you know, right now, you know, every win that we can get, we'll take the three points because we are in a, a race at the top of the Western Conference. So um, three points, three points. It was a, a great match. Like it. Hey. Yeah, I thought I thought we played really well Wednesday. I was amazed to see, you know, I've, the, the only other time we've beaten Orange County was a Wednesday game. Um, and there were probably half as many people in the stadium for that Wednesday game. So to see like, you know, however they did it, I was talking to West a little bit and there were some soccer kids in town or whatever it was, but any bodies in those seats just makes the stadium louder. And I think it was over 5,000 and I think one Oh nine was well filled. I think the last two matches, Andy, I think you're a huge credit to it. Um, the drums have been tighter. We've been doing some good pausing on the chance to get the voice out. I think we sounded good. Um, camaraderie was good I, I enjoyed myself wednesday and then yeah. obviously uh, 
No, sorry. Go, no, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I I have a good barometer. Just sometimes I'm I'm around the stadium, just walking around mid game, or just going to the other side, and I even got a chance to jump in there uh, not too long ago. And and honestly, I was I was a little critical of what was going on because I knew what can happen out of 109 and I wasn't happy with with that personally even though I try to contribute as much as I can I lost my voice you guys are absolute animals in there you're trained you guys have that conditioning and and you guys bring it to the stadium but my barometer truly is how involved the stadium that's not in 109 is with the we are chant like that's a that's a good telltale sign like you might get the hands you might get the voice sometimes you get both um, but I think uh, I have to agree, like 109 in the past couple of matches and since I jumped in there, um, that's taking any credit whatsoever because that's everybody who's in 109 constantly. Change the uh, culture, man. You really you really came in <laughs> and you just, you know, it's like uh, the 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 butterfly flapping its wings thing. You, you gave it a little nudge and here we are two weeks later and we're just in a much better direction. So all, all credit. Oh, I appreciate that, but it's definitely everybody who's been in there. So shout out to everybody in 109, everybody around the stadium. And again, I the, the drums are tighter. The the chants are going a cappella once again, and they're sign, sounding nice and crisp. And it always is, is good when you end up having. Uh, I, I say you, everybody had a hand in, in that two one victory against OC, um, even though it got a little little intense uh, for a couple moments, uh, a couple of red cards in there. Uh, Kyle Vassell showing why he's a jujitsu master and a WWE fan. We could get that down into a little bit. Um, anything else, gentlemen, out of uh, 109? How was your experience maybe uh, on this last away game? Uh, everybody watched it on America's birthday from home, ESPN maybe. I don't know if you guys made it out there to Colorado Springs. Um, but how did you guys enjoy that game? Uh, yo, so I unfortunately didn't get to watch the whole game. I was – grilling uh at family and so i was kind of peeking in every once in a while and i peeked in and i was like oh it's one zero and they're like oh i saw the one one goal and then i was able to see the two one and then the penalty and then i missed the winning goal but i saw the highlights and it looked like a great you know was, we did everything we were supposed to do we didn't give up we played missing players um we got a red card we got a penalty against us and they didn't give up and it was nice to see that result and away. Yeah, you know, it wasn't uh, – I think on the surface, the notion of a, a holiday game on ESPN2 sounds pretty good. But in practice, you know, we like to have uh, watch parties. And because of the holiday and um, a lot of places that we might like to go to watch the game are closed or they're holding Fourth of July parties, like there's something else going on that people care about, which I don't understand, but – it's fine. Uh, you know, I, you know, I think a lot of us ended up, you know, just having to watch at home uh, with our families, which, you know, is a different experience, but um, it was uh, a great game to watch uh, as good of a competitive and meaningful soccer match that, that you're going to see. I mean, it really had everything. It had the drama going down, uh, and then uh, getting a game winner off some just really, really gutsy play. And then unlike uh, in games past, uh, holding on to that that delicate one-goal lead uh, into uh, the full 90, and then plus the extra uh, half a match we played in stoppage time, 
uh, was really a, a sign of, I don't know, maybe I'm being optimistic, but a sign of growth for the, for the team uh, who was missing their, their top goal store, Calvisel off of that red card. Yeah. I'd yeah. say for the, the bit no, of the match day. I was able to watch, you know, after we went down to 10 men, they weren't playing scared. You know, they made some defensive subs, but they transitioned well. And I think that's where the, you know, playing the three back in offense and four, four, in defense, they kind of just played the whole game with three is what it seemed like, and they kind of just kept the pressure high, which worked out for the advantage. No, definitely. I actually was at the fair all day um, because that's a tradition that I've held for a couple years now to go to the uh, San Diego County Fair. Wearing your City Connect uh, button-down shirt, nonetheless. So, I mean, that's that's just my, you know, usual Hawaiian wear, which actually brings me to something I was going to ask you guys when it's match day when it's away and you're not going to a watch party do you still don the san diego loyal like outfit as much as you would when you go out or are you more laissez-faire and just well throw a hat on i'll throw a scarf on i'm not i'm not trying to do more laundry if i can save my jersey i'll save it for stepping out so the hat's always going to be on i'll likely grab a scarf to take with me for a watch party i might wear a jersey but i've got like all these cool shirts that I don't wear to 109. Like I'm wearing my, uh, my progress t-shirt today. I would probably wear that to a watch party or I've got a fiends t-shirt, but at stadium, I like to wear a kit, either my black lives matter, my locals, or I've got a um, football versus uh, homophobia Jersey. I've been wearing uh, Travis has one too. I've seen that one. It's a nice Jersey too. No, definitely. That's, that's interesting. Just like wondered, like, because there are other people I imagine just go full kit even on on home, home matches. Like there's right. there's so there's some individuals already in uh San Diego Loyal fandom that are, you know, that intense. So it's 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 good to see. Um in between, I don't know if anybody um happened to get some quick points or any in, anything interesting. There was a season ticket holder uh, meeting. I believe uh Presidente uh Ricardo Campos was part of that. Um anybody catch any buzzes around or any notes of interest using apparently there was discussion of uh where the team is going to play next year and this is a big topic of conversation among i think everybody that even uh is aware of loyal uh whether they'll stay in torero at usd or go to the new uh snapdragon stadium san diego state sdsu west uh location uh, following the the wave, um, apparently the decision is going to be is imminent. Uh, a matter of of maybe weeks, right? Um, so that's that's what I took away. I did not attend the meeting. This is just what uh, that was the conversation that came out of the meeting. That that seemed to be the biggest point is that it may not even be that they're going to go to uh, as I like to call it the drizzle, but. Uh... <laughs> a decision will be announced and made sooner than later on what's happening next season. I think they're probably hitting deadlines for contracting for both stadiums. And so they're going to have to make a call. Um, the other big takeaway that I thought was um, people have been asking a lot about is I think Ricardo's finally kind of committed to, and the team has kind of figured out a way to get us in and um, to some of the select games and possibly um, maybe some other stuff with the team in the future. Nice. Um, that's good. I mean, it's concrete yet, but they're trying to figure out dates and ways to get people kind of 
people are interested in seeing more of the stuff with the kids and with training. And I think they're trying to figure out how to fold all that in. And then there's a couple other more minor points. I've, if anybody's willing to drop them into the um, YouTube chat, please. Uh, if you thought anything that you thought was real poignant, interesting, kind of stood out. You called it the, the drizzle. Um, I have not to pick on your name, but you know, this whole thing, like with Qualcomm, it was the Q. Like, yeah. I feel like people are trying to come up with the nickname for this stadium, and I don't know. Uh, oh, that's exactly I've heard several of them. It. That's exactly why I'm calling it the drizzle. The drizzle is a alter ego for Master Shake from Aqua Teen Hunger Force, where he's a really a shitty, uh, like superhero. And so I just thought of the dumbest thing I could think of when I got that one out. I always think it's weird to um, give nicknames to stuff that doesn't exist yet um, or developing rivalries before your team's ever played a game. Yes. It's yeah. just that forced. It'll, it'll, people will call it what they call it. Oh, come on. The, a, a stadium named after the microprocessor in your phone doesn't get the juices flowing. I mean, right. I mean, look, I'd be up more in San exciting. Francisco, and we only called it Candlestick. It didn't matter what name it had, ever. It was always Candlestick. I'm still not sure what uh, the ballpark's called now because I still call it AT&T or Pac Bell for fun. So, oh, okay. the Oracle, yeah, Oracle Park. Um, Oracle, but, that's yeah, yeah. sure. But again, this isn't this isn't about Oakland Coliseum. That's all it is. I don't know inferior baseball stadiums, even though it's a pretty good baseball stadium. But. Um, <laughs> This is like the most old man yells at t- cloud take, and I'm very aware of it. For people listening, this, this is self awareness here, but it is going to find its place. We'll see. Maybe I mean, I believe in miracles, but there's not a miracle coming. Um, <laughs> I don't know at this point. Anything can happen. It's out of our hands. We've we I think everybody said their piece and what they think and. That's good, right? Like we've been able to be very vocal in a town where usually that's all a stadium talk gets you. It's just being words thrown at each other and just renderings and pointing at, look at this. But um, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. A bridge that has already been crossed, though, um, has been the pride raiser uh, for this month. Um, A lot of people uh, just donated uh, to this. Uh, They raised, uh, let's see. The final uh, was a goal of $273.83, uh, 13 goals, uh, excuse me. And then the total ended up being uh, 3560 I do not uh, – yes, plus, 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 plus $3,562 uh, from partners matching funds. So overall, it was over $7,000. I believe uh, $7,100 is uh, final tally for that so fantastic fantastic just a reminder for that uh, you don't just have to contribute what you pledged uh, per goal feel free to round up uh, your total donations to give a few extra dollars uh, to the trans family support services uh, absolute uh, vital services that great organizations like this provide and this is part of the greater you know greater good that comes out of this uh, soccer community is, is being able to donate to this so uh, Congratulations to everybody. You guys are one of the just 
greatest human beings that could possibly exist. I don't I know Andrew Vasiliadis uh, also uh, contributed to this, and it's 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 a legitimate team effort. And you know, this is something that we can actually contribute to. We can actually contribute to goals sometimes on the field, uh, but this is something where everybody wins with that. So I'm I'm really proud of. Uh, being somehow attached to uh, such a great uh, cause like this. So you guys have knocked it out of the park. Guys, girls, gals, todos, todas, tios, abuelas, chiquillos, chiquillas, amigos, amigas, everybody. Um, so give yourself a pat on the back. Don't forget the That's other side. Exciting. Don't forget the other side, please. Gentlemen, please don't forget the other side. I, I will say um, one other great thing about the uh, Pride Raisers, we actually went in uh, to the Pride Raiser Hall of Fame this year. For the as a 2022 inductee, the joint effort from Rainbow Loyals, uh, Travis A. Loyal, and the locals is that our, collectively over the last two Pride Raisers, we have donated over ten thousand dollars to charities through the Pride Raiser event. So, oh wow, huge! We can hit some more milestones in the future, but they've got a cool little like Hall of Fame for biggest donors. So, so that's that'd be very sweet to 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 have attached to the to to this project, and it's. Again, uh, a net positive for everybody. Sorry, and were you say something? <laughs> nope. nope. All right. Cool. Um, but yeah, so even then, it's not just during a month. There's 12 months, 365 days, sometimes more, uh, to be able to donate to uh, campaigns like this. And if uh, if there's anybody who has anybody uh, any type of charity, any type of uh, partnership that would be beneficial i think uh the high brass at the locals wouldn't mind uh you guys being vocal about that so bring it up to and anybody and everybody and we're here to help i believe um so with that uh let's help uh san diego loyal once again on the road because they are going to go on tour the locals are uh when on saturday july 30th hasta That's orange true. county um uh, there is a giant inflatable orange in the middle of this park. Uh, this is going to be the bus. That, the price is going to be $45. That includes food and drink. Food and drink. Food, which is quintessential to have lots of drink uh, and be able to make it back uh, alive. But <laughs> I do want to emphasize on this that this uh, excludes the match ticket. Uh, so, again, this is going to be $45. It includes food and drink. Excellent food and drink from my experience. I think I've gone twice. And, and uh, each time it is it is an absolute hoot. Um, and usually drunk in karaoke. Usually drunk in karaoke. The cool kids in the back. Uh, I've, that's, again, good experiences back there. I see that uh, mischievous uh, grin, uh, Andrew. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, you know, uh, an opportunity to, to travel – uh, without worrying about you know driving yourself and being in traffic and instead you get to just sit around and goof off for a few hours before the match and then uh, on the way home uh, hopefully in a celebratory mood but uh, you know that OC that great park up there just you know, such a great facility for soccer. I really wish we had something like that. It's surprisingly here. nice to be at. It's not just the pro stadium either. There are tons of fields around the stadium. Um, you know, my kid plays, we've gone up there for matches and, you know, the fields are all just in great shape. Uh, it's just a great uh, overall 
uh, place for soccer. And uh, it's too bad that it's Orange County's and not ours. But uh, it is a fun place to go and, and watch a match to the uh, the stadium. There is is just just perfect for 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 USL. I can't tell you. Just uh, that's one of the just greatest soccer memories. Playing uh, just. And consuming, being part of, covering, like those bus trips have been just galvanizing to my belief in soccer in San Diego. And it goes beyond necessarily like the team itself. It's like, yeah, I'm here to support San Diego. I'm here to support this. But you make some lifelong memories and some really cool people that you get to meet on, on, on those buses, on the way up, on the way down. And that's a really good point, right? Like transportation is taken care of. You can take a nap if you want. I mean, you can, you can try um, throw those AirPods in, but uh, I cannot stress enough how awesome those bus trips have been. Uh, so if you guys have any questions, I'm pretty sure um, you guys can hit everybody up. Check your Discord because on the Discord, you know, you do have that exclusive uh, access to the Discord as a locals member. So use it. It's a it's a it's a good great tool. So everything's on there. Uh, if you have questions, people are friendly and and they they'll answer your questions uh, with no hesitation. Uh, you might even see a sighting of a president of the locals on there. You never know who's going to show up. Tay Tay might show up and respond to you because he has a mustache and a lot of answers a lot of the time. So love that. Unlike me, who has a mustache and no answers. I wish I had that. Like, like I. Oh man, this is all I get. Like if this is gone. I, I, it's like it's perfect. That's kind of little mustache. Well, like the problem is, is it gets long, and then the hairs start going up inside your your nose, and you start to you really have to be constantly like touching your face and I, get it I, out of there. I can tell you right now, we can save this for lunch. I eat a lot of mustache hairs. <laughs> uh, you know what? Thank you for thank you for your service. I I, I appreciate you. Uh, Having the mustache, I'll I'll take. No, you've all heard the the urban legend about eating spiders while you sleep, but the real truth behind that is that's mustachioed men who eat uh, upwards of forty to fifty mustache hairs a a night. Is where that actually comes from. Wow, well, I I I, I like this beard talk just because my thing was called a beard recently and I'm very okay with it. And I need some tips and tricks uh, for that. Uh, Something that we can go ahead and cover this shameful beard with is something not very shameful. And it's the new summer scarf that's on the bums bazaar. You can catch that new. Hey, I know you guys are killing me with these transitions. That's great. I'm sorry to interrupt your flow. Let's see this beautiful scarf. It's so gorgeous. So, Let's 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 take a let's take a let's take a look at this, right? Oof. So that does look a little familiar, um, and I think I have it here because it's on my keychains. Kind of, yep, almost maybe, but not exactly the same. And it's a different design. And I really appreciate that from the scarf chain. But this is a summer scarf. You can go ahead and find this again on uh, the Bums Bazaar. It's going to be for eighteen dollars. A summer scarf is here. Uh, so make sure you guys are checking out that merch. Something sorely needed. Uh, the local yeah. scarves are high quality, very cool, very thick, very warm. Like you could wear it to Canada or wherever it's cold. I was in um, Seattle. It was great. Helped out. But, you know, in the middle of July and August, it's a bit much. So uh, this summer scarf is, I think. I've been, uh, I've been waiting for it for that exact reason. Like, I, I like the season ticket member scarves, but they don't 
mean as much as my local scarf. And um, I keep missing out on getting the Chavo scarf. I've got the loyal rainbow loyal scarf. That's a summer scarf. And there's days where that's a, that's a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Summer scarf is, especially in San Diego is an important tool. And, and it's very fashionable. And not, there's not a lot of summer scarves out there that I'm, that'd be, you know, necessarily caught alive wearing but this one this one represents much more so absolutely get yours at buns bazaar and why not there's other really cool stuff still on there so let's you know uh, let's 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 invest a little in in ourselves right um here at the locals um but they are going on tour the locals also on labor day this is going to be a little bit different uh it's going to be saturday september 3rd labor day weekend uh, it's going to be up in uh, scenes like Monterey. Uh, it's a little bit self-arranged, so uh, keep your guys' uh, eyes and ears uh, to that to the ground because more information will be coming out. Um, but there is a lot of groundwork to be laid for that, but some groundwork for next year's kit for San Diego loyal supporters. The locals is out because there is a kit design contest uh you're gonna go ahead and go to the locals website a lot of people have actually already voted on some of these awesome designs um so we have some of the designs here on screen that we're gonna go ahead and file through we will get the take of one of the designers of a jersey uh very soon but here are some key points first of all again discord key Vital, importante. Uh, there will be an announcement on uh, on there of how and when it's going to close. It's going to close on Thursday, the seventh, at eleven fifty p.m. Don't be caught procrastinating. Don't be caught. That's uh, two oh, days. That's, yeah, from that's now. To the yes, from right now. My sources uh, say that the voting is actually very tight. Uh, There are some really cool uh, designs that are here from local artists, people that you may know. Um, So what's going to happen, and here are the rules, the key points. Uh, If one of the kit receives 50% or more of the first place votes in the initial round, it will be declared the winner. If nobody receives 50% plus one of the votes on the first ballot, the top three kit selections by ranked choice, we'll move on to a second and final round of voting. I already did my voting, so I know exactly uh, how that works. If you haven't done it, go on to the locals website. There's a link in the Discord. It's been announced for a, a couple days. And, uh, and if you weeks. really can't, just ask for some help. I can give you the direct link to it. Tell you how to log in and vote. You'll be and he'll tell you which one to vote for. Because... And I will tell you which one to vote. For. <laughs> um, well, I think I think we can uh, for the people who haven't voted necessarily maybe everybody who's been here has actually voted and knows um but where i want to get down to the designing of of your of your jersey uh concept uh tay tay but i don't want to give it away just yet but just tell me how long did it take you like you have inspirations from other other areas oh, let's let's save it for the lounge i'll, I'll save it for the lounge we'll, we'll get I all love- into it in the lounge we'll be fair i love that okay and then pre-orders once we have a winner ganador a just clear boom this is it uh immediately following the announcement uh of the design pre-orders will be available um for that winning kit and everybody's going to be able to wear it and i have mine from last year that corbin helped design and it's going to be it's going to be great still going to have tony on the back are you guys going with the same number same name on next year's kit 
I think I probably will. Consistency. Uh, it's Tay Tay. It has as my member number twenty five on it. I feel like the the team jerseys is where I might put. You know, I'm thinking of getting the Siempre Real with uh, Elijah Martin on it, and you know that's always open. But I feel like my my locals jersey should say my locals nickname. I don't know. Maybe I'll get Victorian porn star on the next one. <laughs> Victorian. This whole time I thought it was Victor. Like I'm like, who's Victor? Victor. The Victor and Pern. <laughs> um. But yeah. So that's that's gonna be happening. Uh, we're gonna talk about the designs uh, a little bit later in the post lounge. Uh, so join us there. Um, any thoughts on? Uh, kit designs, Andrew. Anything that stood out to you? No, I'm just I'm just thinking about all of the podcast only listeners who are going to miss out on this fascinating discussion we're going to have um, outside the podcast. Uh, I only say that because I am one of those people that usually just listens to the pod and doesn't always do the lounge. But uh, shout out to to those those people. Hundred percent. You can always watch the lounge in the members portal. We we try to upload all of them, and that's that's the fun part. But they're they're a little bit more free form, so they're hard to just throw on and watch the whole thing. It's kind of it's an involved. You have to fun. roll in from the pod. You have to kind of roll in from the conversation, or even was. sometimes I show up late, and you can just jump into the conversation, which is always wild because you can have an opinion about something you don't even know what anybody's talking about. Yeah, I showed up at the end of one a couple weeks ago. I was going to bed, and I looked at YouTube and. People were still there, and so I commented. They were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we're still here. And I was like, well, I just got here. What's what's going on? Keep it rolling. <laughs> uh, that's the beauty of the lounge, and we will be there right quick in a bit. Uh, before that, we do have uh, just the f- coming up, uh, the games that are coming up. It's going to be July 9th, this Saturday, at Torero Stadium, home game against LA Galaxy Los Dos. This is going to be the final match with LA Galaxy as they move over to the other league, MLS Next. Uh, so, so long. Don't let the door kick you or hit you in the back. Uh, it's going to be, again, this Saturday, July 9th at 7 p.m. Make sure you guys get there. Bring all your family. Take a train. Take a plane. Take a car. Um, totally ripping off the racetrack theme, which is actually one of the catchiest themes of Time. No, you know this. This town is very fickle, but I mean, this is a team coming off uh, a huge win on the road, um, a, another win at home, and 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 a, and a, a five nil beatdown of an Eastern Conference team a few weeks before that. Uh, they're in great form, and and yeah, this is absolutely going to as the se- second half of the season progresses. We're we're nudging at the top of the table. Uh, now is the time to 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 come out and 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 see what's going on. It's a good place to be. Not just come out for the for the match itself, but come out for the environment. If you want to come out and be part of the local shindigs all together, you can find them at Coronado Brewing at four p.m. for the pregame. Uh, that's going to be this Saturday, July 9th, as they face uh, Los Dos. Uh, one more thing that I want to say on the match day kind of thing that is very important here as I see is man of the match. Uh, voting begins on the 70th minute on Discord. So again, very key for you guys to be on Discord. Um, try to look for players that make an impact, not just goal scorers, right? Because there's a lot of our players that are doing just a lot of background things and they never get mentioned on the, on, on, you know, obviously we're in the stadium. You don't hear the commentary by by the great uh sal zizzo and mr jack um but again 
try try to try to open the horizons of the soccer possibilities. And if you see somebody just going after it and just doing everything and putting their life on the line, maybe they didn't sport a, a, a brace, but they have that impact to be man of the match. Let's go ahead and spread the love. I know a lot of the players are enjoying that. And uh, I, you know, I asked Kyle Vassell, Hey, where do you keep all these, uh, you know, growlers? He's like, he has them in a special place. He loves walking by and seeing them. Um, but I can tell he's running out of mantle space. So right. um, let's, let's spread that love guys. <laughs> we, nice, uh, we got to see Elijah Martin get one. I think he's been a workhorse for the team for the last yeah. what, three years now. It's reward those other guys that really do it. And he, it's hard to find a game when he doesn't play well too. So it's tough. Exactly. Exactly. There's a lot of those players out there. So keep an eye out there. Um, and again, spread that love. And with that, um, Anything else uh, for the episode? If anything, we can just bottle it up, shake it, and just let it explode over at the Loyal Locals Podcast Lounge uh, five minutes after this segment and show ends. Um, anything, gentlemen, you guys think of? No, nope, happy to uh, be uh, called up again and be on the show. I think anybody that's hanging there and wondering if they want to continue around, I, I'm, uh, I ran some stats numbers. Uh, Earlier today, I posted in the Discord, but uh, we can talk a little bit about that. And uh, I don't know, mustache care. Love it. I, I need I need some tips. Uh, thank you for everybody who's watching, listening. Uh, this has been uh, the official show encapsulated of the Loyal Locals podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you, Tay Tay. Thank you, Andrew. And follow everybody on their socials. Follow the locals on all of their socials. We'll see you in about five minutes. I need to go get something to drink, and I'll be right back. Hey, 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 hey.